This is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live on DallasCowboys.com. And the official Dallas Cowboys app. First down. Jason Witt is in the end zone. Intercepted. Sean Lee. Touchdown. Des Bryant. Now, your hosts, Mickey Spagnola, Brian Broaddus. Taylor Stern, and Rob Phillips. Welcome, everybody, to another Victory Monday episode here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio as we get ready to talk about the Cowboys' 33-19 win in Washington. And uh, how's everyone doing? You good over there, Mick? No. Mickey needs help, Kent. Send help for Mick. We got you. I fixed it. We got you. He's Andy Mickey. That's right. He is. You guys know that he's Technician, too. Double as a engineer for Halloween tomorrow. Ooh, I look forward to that costume. <laughs> tool belt and everything. Put a tool belt on. Yeah. Yeah. One of them onesies. Yeah. One what? Of them onesies. You no, know, the one piece guys that work. They work in those one piece. Those are the coveralls. No, not coveralls. Coveralls. You're right. Yeah, they are coveralls. Coveralls. Oh, now the lighter one. That's a coveralls, or overalls. Coveralls are the full suit. Oh, okay. Up the front. I was like, thinking you like said Like your dad overalls. wore in the 50s. No, I Which don't we think could you have did used that. Your dad never had the, the overalls with you wore But I had overalls when I was in college, by the way. Bet you did. I love yep. hearing college Mickey stories. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Especially on a Victory Monday. So overalls and, painter, and white painter pants. Good and rested. Good and rested. Yes. <laughs> Rested. I feel great. great. I feel yeah. great. I bet you do, Brian. Keep talking yourself into that, Rob. I feel great. We're energetic. We're excited. We're happy. Can I ask a real quick question. Please do. When you guys were sitting to wait to get on the airplane, how just how it was the rain just like pouring down on you? They take you through the. No, it stopped. It stopped. It pretty much stopped. You, yeah. you, know, you know how it is when you always stand and they get off the bus, getting on the plane, and everybody's taking their time, like Scott. That might have been the only 15 minutes. Of it didn't the rain. Entire time we were there on Sunday, that it didn't rain. Wow, that's. I, I was thinking about you guys. Everybody's standing, there just going. Oh, oh, but the wind was blowing and it was cold. I was thinking more about Kent Tay because. Well, yes, we need to get to that. <laughs> he was kind of wet. Garrison. Yes, I mean we. You're so nice, Rob. You got it, Kent. I mean, I wasn't even. Well, there's a couple factors there. You were stuck in the rain. Tay and I and Mickey pregame, we had a little rain. We mostly missed it. Stuck but. in that press box with such a beautiful view. And, and <laughs> yeah, able, I was thing. able to see the clock the entire time, knowing what's going on in the game. I could have been here with Ryan and actually done a better job. Third down in distance. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to see sometimes. Don't, don't say that too loud. Yeah, yeah. that's okay. I know, Mickey. Believer. You'd miss me. <laughs> they know. They might save money. Yeah. 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 Well, Kent Garrison also lost his camera in a tragic accident as Josh Norman just pummeled into him on the sideline. And you tweeted at him, Kent, you can explain. I jokingly tweeted at him saying, thanks for busting up my camera. Uh, we did have some issues after the game, uh, trying to shoot our little first word. And uh, he's a stand-up guy. He replied. replied and said, send me the invoice. I got you. So, so awesome. Shout out Josh Norman. Well, make sure you send it. Send <laughs> it. You send a direct message. I was telling, I was joking around, saying, "You know what, Josh? My back kind of hurts too." So <laughs> settle hey, this through Venmo. Can, can you have that Venmo. Mickey saying, "Make sure you send it." That's pretty awesome. That was great. All right. Well, some people did send it yesterday. They did. It was a great game for Ezekiel Elliott. Did you know that it was his career high in carries for thirty-two? Needed every actually one of them. thirty-three. Thirty-three. I apologize, Mick. Career high. Career yeah. high. Wow. Needed it's every one of them. Season high in yards. The final 32 were much better. Yeah. yeah. What do you mean? You're the fumble. About? The first one was not so bueno. Not so good. No. And I thought that was, oh, no, is this the tone of the game? 
you know? Like how bad is was. weather going to be a factor? Well, I was like, oh, you know, because going into it last week, we looked at it. Brian, you had pulled those stats for us, and I was looking at it, and the Redskins had total fumbles of 17. Obviously, last night that ended up adding yeah. to their number. But to start it, I'm like, no, Cowboys, don't be like this. Yeah. Let the Redskins fumble the football. Right. But, and, yeah. and it really wasn't weather that caused it. I think they punched it out. It and, that's, and he said after the game, that's something they're pretty good at, pretty yeah. efficient at doing. And, you know, he said he's just got to be more careful with it. What did you see on that, Brian? Yeah, it was definitely that it was with Smith and then uh, the, other, the other defensive tackle. Uh, they were able to kind of get in there and, and, and corral him. And you saw the hand going. I, I thought initially Smith was the one that knocked it loose, but it, it was it was clearly out, you know. And I was thinking, oh, maybe knee down. No, that wasn't the case at all. So, yeah, the Redskins, I mean, his fumbles have been only at FedEx Field. There. Yeah, FedEx Field. That's Those three, only, three now, right? Only ones you've had. He didn't so, get benched this time, though. No, he's not going to get <laughs> Well, he benched himself. Remember, he walked after the second one. He just kind of ran off the field. Yeah, kind of like, okay. He's like, okay, I'm done. I'm done with this. He had to reset himself to have the game that he did. Of course, he was the only guy who got the touchdowns besides Byron Jones for the uh, first defensive touchdown, everybody, since 2015. Were you not calling for that recently? I, I did. Yeah. Well, it's pretty easy. When it's been about two years, it's got to come sooner rather than later. Well, A.S. McLean was the last one to have it, right? A.S. McLean. <laughs> so, sort of like uh, Taco's first sack at some point. I'm well, Lindsay, gonna, Lindsay, I'm going to be right. Lindsay was betting on that one pregame. That's two weeks in a row she was betting on yeah. Taco's sack. Yeah. But, no, I mean, hey, the defensive line uh, that played pretty well. Well, let's get into it. Of course, in the first kind of quarter, it looked like, where is this defense? Everyone kept saying, okay, this is going to be a game where the defense isn't showing up. They were having the big plays that everyone was concerned they were going to have. And then all of a sudden, I really believe the blocked field goal was the turn of it for them. Do you guys agree? Well, it was the pivotal point in the game. I don't know yeah. if it was a pivotal point for the defense. Well, I just felt like the defense was juiced after that. Well, I'll tell you that to me, I, I just watching the game overall – I thought the defensive line played outstanding myself. I thought the secondary was awful, you know, with the exception of Orlando Skandrick. You know, and, and I know you get a win, but they, there were far too many plays that they, they allowed, you know, and, and, it, and if it wasn't for some drop passes, if it wasn't for some, untime, uh, for some timely blitzes or, or pressure or sacks, whatever, yeah, this was going to be a struggle for – I don't think Anthony Brown was great. I really don't think that uh, I don't think that Jordan Lewis was great in his football game, but you know they won, and that's what you have to have. We talk about hey, which is going to help the other? Is the pass rush going to help the secondary, or the secondary help the pass rush? And I, I thought they caught some huge breaks yesterday in that football game uh, with their pressure, and then again some drops by the Redskins. And then it helped that they lose both of their tight ends, yeah, because that was occupying Byron Jones. They were playing him close to the line of scrimmage, right, uh, almost the entire game to take on those tight ends. Yeah, Mickey makes a point about Byron Jones, and, and I love Byron Jones. I, I think that, that to me, you know, we, we saw what he did in training camp, but there's been some times. I promise you, they worked on that that pick play that they threw in the flat to to Thompson. They, they, I know they worked on that play. That, that is a staple play of the Washington Redskins, and it goes for a huge gain. And you know, Byron, you know, the, have some awareness about you. If you see formation, you know, understand what the situation is. That's what they like to do. Ball goes for like you know, eighteen yards. So I mean, those are things when you when you're playing a football, you can't afford to make mistakes like. That. Yeah. I sound like we're a losing football team today, but the secondary is going to have to play better. Well, you're about to face some more. 
Yeah. Quarterbacks there's no, lighting no more, it up. Yeah, there's no more yeah. C.J. Beth. Why didn't, why didn't Walt Anderson's crew that throws more flags than any other crew in the league not throw a flag on the pick because it was pretty obvious? Yeah, but they, but they, they it looked like me. The, Mickey, the bigger problem I had with Walt Anderson in this game was the fact that he called a roughing penalty on on Wilson and he didn't get the roughing penalty on on their linebacker. It was the same 53. thing. Yeah, right? Brown. Walt Anderson was in such bad position. Here I'm bitching about the officials. Oh, no, but, but, but Walt. You guys that will yeah, get you but but Walt Anderson is he's supposed to protect the quarterback. He's in such bad position. It, Prescott scrambles to his left for four yards, and gets whacked in the side of the head with Zach Brown. I mean Zach Brown. It goes helmet to helmet, and and Walt Anderson is in such bad shape trailing the play. He can't see. I mean he's leaning, looking for. But he couldn't see. He it. couldn't find it. So now your quarterback's laying on the ground getting hit, you know, getting hit in the head. But, yeah, it, the holding call was questionable on, on so Smith. no Cowboys opponent in the last 16 quarters, four games, has yeah. been called for holding. Yeah, well, that's – that makes sense. Because, but but I don't – I don't recreate it for the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah. <laughs> there, there were a couple of – Collins was bad. And, uh, Collins was not good in this game block. Uh, what – Oh, he was bad. It was bad with his hands. He was bad with his positioning. He was bad. He was bad. It was a bad situation for tough him. matchup. Too. Tough matchup for yeah. him. They flopped guys both ways, but he he had a he had a, he had a struggle that that day. But I tell you, the Tyron Smith penalty is standard operating procedure in the National Football League. You get your hands inside on a defensive lineman, and you that's how you block. That's what they do. Now you get them on the outside, they call holding. I, I get that inside. Yeah, you know, Nate Newton and I were talking about this last night in the post game show. He goes, I, I don't know how they I don't know how I would play anymore. Yeah. That's Mickey, all I ever did was grab guys inside and push. Mickey, I heard you, you were like, that's just pancake. Yeah. Well what, they've learned to flop. These guys have learned to flop. And then the other thing now. that's happening is you get your hands inside and you're blocking the guy. Right. And then he turns to run away and, they, and he goes down and it looks like you're grabbing him yeah. from yeah, behind after you've true. wiped him out. Yeah. They, those guys why don't they call the pick? It was a pick. It was obvious what they ran. See, but that's and insane. it's downfield. It was what five yards past the line. Yeah, it was past. I mean, you get the route inside from Jordan Reed. So I mean, at, I think it was a Reed at the time that did it. But uh, but to your point, Tay. I mean, those penalties, whether you like them or not, that's it, it. Just bogged them down so badly before the block punt. I mean, there's three holding calls, wiped out drives. All of a sudden, the Redskins are driving to take a two score lead before the block field goal. Damian Wilson's just. 15 yards on that. Bad drive. penalty, blatant penalty uh, that led to their first. Well, it was helmet to helmet, easy to call. But then again, like I said, you get helmet to helmet on the other, going on the Dak. other way on Dak. Yeah. And now you have to kick a field goal on that play. I mean, where it should have been, if, if, if Walt Anderson was doing his job like he did for their quarterback. You know, your quarterback would have not had to suffer a, a blow to the head. The Dak penalty. Didn't look much different than what happened to Flacco a few nights ago. No, kind of no. the same thing, really. Got kind of a, I mean, you could argue he slid late, but he got hit right in the head. Oh no, so. you you go helmet to helmet with a quarterback in the National Football League, it should be called. It's a penalty. It's yes. a penalty. Yes. Even if you take your hand and swipe and hit the quarterback in the, in head, the head, it's a penalty. And so, yeah, that that that's that's the difficult thing. If you're getting a lot of penalties called on you, and then all of a sudden there's blatant penalties on the opposition. Well, then that, that makes it even worse. But, hey, Cowboys did a great thing. They ran the football consistently. They didn't have to throw the football. They had more carries than completions, more yards rushing than passing yards. That's the recipe for them winning football games. Yes, absolutely. Now the defense has a total of 25 sacks. Yeah. Yeah. And let's talk about some certain guys, that because you, you brought up the D-line did great. 
Tyrone Crawford now his third consecutive game of recording a sack. And the last time that he was able to block a field goal was against Carolina in 2015. Yeah. So Tyrone Crawford, is he really stepping up? Are you guys excited to see his progress, what he's doing out there? It's my rank'em pick. Do I win rank'em for this week? I think you do. I think Give I it do. to you. Thanks, Yeah, Mick. why not? Yeah. yeah Brian, even though my guy did get another sack. Your guy, man. And he's yeah. leading the lead, by the way. We'll, uh, we'll touch on that in the poll. Twitter oh, poll coming okay. up later. I haven't oh, got one okay. right yet. My guys stink <laughs> every week. Nah. Who do you have? I Lyle Collins. Lyle Collins. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking that. Do you have Zeke? I had uh, Jason Witten. Oh. Pick an opponent next week and maybe they'll see. Yeah, yeah there that, you go. Kareem that's Hunt. The, the curse of Broadus there. <laughs> So uh, well, I was just well, asking you about Tyrone. I agree with what Brian wrote after the game. I think I think David Irving specifically returning from suspension has helped Tyrone so much because it adds another talented rusher that can free him up a little bit on that right side. And he's just been highly productive. I mean, I th that might have been the best game of his career yesterday. He was outstanding. When you think about special teams, uh, he's also doing things to get other guys home. Yeah. With their rushes, they're in, working in concert on the defensive line. He, he's been really, really good lately. Well, I think they finally found a home for him. He's been moved around. Do so I commit that right in? Yes. But you weren't so sure about <laughs> no, that. No, I was. <laughs> I like Marinelli's philosophy of if we don't have speed to beat him over there, then we might as well use power. I'll tell you and, what, and that's kind of what they're doing. That sack fumble, though, was a dip, mm -hmm. of the, dip of the left shoulder and turn the corner. And guess what? Since you mentioned his shoulder, for a change, he's not playing with a torn rotator yeah. cuff. That's nice. And he's done that the past two years that needed surgery after each of the last two seasons. You know what? That right side is better for him because I think it's kept him healthy. Yeah. Less wear and tear on him over there. Even at left in. Left in, you're still taking on running plays. Yeah, Teams are right-handed. Yep. You play the three technique. You're always facing some type of block, down block, chip blocks, whatever you're doing. It's kind of like the Sean Lee theory. You put him away from like the action and let him go to the action. Mm -hmm. And they're going to get to the action. But that's with, with, with Crawford, though. He, he's not the only guy on the line now. That, I think that's helped him a lot, too. Yeah. The expectations are... We pay him $40 million, go make $40 million worth of plays. Now he doesn't have to make $40 million worth of plays because you do have David Irvin, you do have Malik Collins, and you do have, uh, you do have Demarcus Lawrence. Those guys are kind of spreading things out, though. You're kind of rotating some guys in there, and, and uh, it, it's working out really well. Everybody's got to eat. That's what Tank Lawrence said after the game. It's almost Thanksgiving time, so they're trying to spread it around, feed the family. Yeah, and talking about feeding people, you'd think that Taco – would be. <laughs> Did yeah. you guys see his uh, celebration after he thought he got the pick? Well, it was already down, and then you know Jalen, I think, was holding the taco up, yeah. and he slapped it, it away. Jalen started the celebration, and then yeah, Ugh. taco. It was close. Yeah, yeah. Jalen's pick was too. Both of them made plays. Well, yeah. Well, they were. Yeah, never mind. What? No, no go on. Jay that was very positive of Mickey for <laughs> <laughs> taco. It was close. Give him a break, guys. You, yeah, you, 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 you're. Are you drifting away a little bit now? There, I, and I'm trying to be on what on taco on taco. No, no. Um, you know, I thought he just because of how beat up their line was. That, yeah, you, you thought know, a little one bit more. would fall in his lap. Yeah, you thought that he didn't would maybe quite get there. Yeah, All but right. you know what? They they even when they weren't sacking him, they they kept consistent pressure. Just go back and look at their first series. Oh, sure. First play of the game. First part of the game. Yeah. You know, Lawrence was there. Um, the one pass down the field, well, it was the one uh, Wilson uh, got the personal foul on. Yeah. Crawford's a half a step away from a sack. Right. 
And, you know, that kind of caused what happened because he's pulling the quarterback down. And when you're getting ready to tackle and the guy all of a sudden is coming down and, you know. Is that your level? His aim wasn't real good. No. Yeah. yeah. I saw that another game when the, whoever, I can't remember if it was the quarterback or wide receiver caught the ball and, and the hit was coming and the guy lowered his head. his head. Yeah. And then he gets hit in the head and they flagged the defensive guy. Well, once you start your launch. You I think know, that was in the Rams game maybe. No, Are you talking it was, the Cowboys? It, I thought it was maybe Thursday night or earlier on Sunday. Oh, a different opponent? Yeah, yeah. It was another game. And it's like, you know, you can't redirect once you're in the air. Yeah. So some of that stuff, I don't know. That crew is terrible. Okay. <laughs> they were terrible. All right, all right. They Who were... was the one that, like, spit on you or the ref back in the day? Oh, Jim Quirk. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yelled, I yelled. I was trying to yell on the sidelines, Mickey, about a pick that the Dolphins ran. And he turned. and goes, "What?" And as soon as he, he said, "What?" I'm like, "I'm like all the splatter came." Oh gosh! I just walked <laughs> back. I'm like, "Okay, that's what I get for yelling at an official on the sideline." I just don't know who would want to sign up for that job. It's kind of a thankless job, isn't it? It pays well. <laughs> it yeah, does. It does pay well. And if you if you're good, good at it, if you're good, it keeps not paying a bad well. Job. Yeah. And if you're Ed Hockley, then you just can show off your muscles every Sunday. Oh, he had to wear long sleeves yesterday in Buffalo. He was a little disappointed. <laughs> I'll bet he was. Oh, I mean, he was when, hot. When you give up your weekend to do that for three hours and make a couple thousand dollars? More than that. Some of those guys make a lot more than that. Really? You gonna oh, apply? Yeah. oh, yeah. You going to apply? If I didn't have, if I didn't start the job I did, I would have. Maybe not. I, I, maybe you're, so, not you're so passionate about not, it. Maybe I mean, not football, but I definitely would have done <laughs> basketball. I just, to me, though, it's it's one of those things, and this is what I've always been. This is the last thing I'll say about the officials until tomorrow. I, I always felt like, though, that my livelihood was in their hands. That's why I have such a, 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 a an angst about officials, because I always felt like that they get to go referee games next week after making bad calls, and I get fired because I didn't win enough games. That's that, got it. Yeah, that's where that's where I feel that's where I feel my anxiety towards officials. And now we have replay, and we get a lot more right than we do wrong. Mm-hmm. But there's certain plays during a game, holding calls. What, what if that the game was tight, and you know, and it came down? What if that was the last drive, and you're trying to win the game, and they call Tyron, uh, uh, Tyron Smith for holding on that play when it's a standard NFL block? What if I mean he, that, Bryce that, Butler is it, running to the huddle, and they call it a Bryce Butler play? Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I, I just, in the playoffs. That's in the, the playoffs. That's the problem I have with officiating, and it, and it's it's really on all levels, but. Yeah, it's it, it. Try and get it right. Yeah, and they and they, and there's uh, some of the time where they do get it right, and then there's other times where I'm like, "What are you looking at? What are you doing? What are you looking?" But anyway, the, yeah. hey, Cowboys, great job on the defensive line. Yeah, well, let's take our first break, and then we're going to get into all things Ezekiel Elliott, Mike Nugent, and so much more. So stay tuned for that after this first break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and at DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Star Sports Tours is the only official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, offering exclusive game weekend travel packages with sideline access and photo ops with current players, alumni and 
cheerleaders. That's not all, though. You'll get to talk X's and O's with Senior Director of Player Personnel, Will McClay, and, of course, with yours truly, me, Brian Broaddus. You can trust the official fan travel partner of the Dallas Cowboys, and with us, you'll travel like a pro. Visit CowboysTravel.com to book your travel package today. Cowboys fans know that the second best of anything simply won't cut it, and your skincare should be no different. A longtime locker room favorite of the players and the official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys, Dallas based Jack Black, is the number one best selling men's skincare brand in the country because we make products that help guys look, smell, and feel better. Visit slash Cowboys to get $10 off your first order of $50 or more. Jack Black, look good, smell good, feel good. Official men's skincare brand of the Dallas Cowboys. I hear all this talk about what it takes to be a cowboy. Everyone's got their ideas, but I just say to myself, it's what's up top that matters. Sure, you need men with the muscle and heart to get her done, but if your scouts and coaches are listening out there, a word of advice. Pick the man with the most well-worn Stetson. That's the one most cut out to be a cowboy. Stetson hats are handmade right here in Texas and have been on cowboys' heads for over 150 years. The rest of you can visit stetson.com slash cowboy to find a retailer nearest you this is talking cowboys tommy john underwear that's guaranteed to never ride up trust me i wear it it's nothing like you've ever worn before plus it's backed by the best pair you'll ever wear or it's free guarantee shop exclusive cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys for 20 percent off your first order tommyjohn.com forward slash cowboys maybe ezekiel is wearing his tommy john socks there kept me warm today. yesterday maybe so Needed to change your Tommy John several times with that, uh, the way the weather was. Yeah. They keep you dry, too. Oh, there, there you go. I knew there was something about them. Okay. Yeah, the dry wick or whatever <laughs> the fabric is they use. Yeah. Moisture wicking fabric. It's yeah. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's great. It worked yesterday. Ezekiel Elliott, he had his 11th 100-yard performance yesterday. 150 yards gave him 2,321 for his career. And he's 12th on the club's career rushing yards list. Yeah. He's climbing right up there. Only 16,000 so, behind Emmett. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's not a lot, right? Gaining. Yeah, he's right there. <laughs> Keep running. He's right there. So he had a great game, of course. Yeah. I mean, he was just able to dominate, take advantage of their defensive line. And what was it that he was so good at doing yesterday? What did you guys see? Go ahead. Got anything? I thought that it was more of the same that we saw in San Francisco. I thought the front line, front line, the offensive line did an awesome job creating holes for him. I thought he was decisive. I thought for the field and the conditions, um, he was just really, really good. I mean, for a running back to take care of the ball the way he did, Dak too, by the way, um, the execution was flawless, really. I thought, he was, I thought he was as good as he was really at any point this season. I thought he was persistent. It, there were some really nice holes early, obviously, that first drive when you can go in from, what was it, 26 yards out and no one touch you? Yeah. yeah. The first touchdown. But after that, you know, things got sloppy. The, it's raining, and he was just persistent, and he was pounding for three, and then it would be four. Sometimes it was six, and he just kept pounding and pounding and pounding. Uh, and as I uh, wrote for today – um, if, if the judge in New York today, later today, needs to um, judge irreparable harm, if he's not on the field, yeah, just send her the tape of yeah. this game. 33% and, and, of your offense right and, there. And see what the irreparable harm will be if he's not on this football team. It's not just financial. 
Uh, it's the success he can have. I mean, he had 150 yards. He nearly had half the total offense for the Cowboys. They only had 307. Yep. So uh, you don't need any. You don't. And you know, I don't even want to hear about. Well, we got this great offensive line, yeah. and we got these other running backs that can do this or that. What you saw yesterday and the day, the Sunday before, that's that's 297 yards in two games. And he took over the game, especially in the fourth quarter when they needed to kind of salt the clock away, and they had two drives that consumed over eight minutes. Eight and, minutes. And he told us late in that game he could barely – he couldn't feel the ball. I mean, yeah. he had the, the rain and, the, and it got cold. Um, so that was impressive. I'm, I, I agree with you. The runner matters. But I just thought offensively as an operation they did a nice job again, especially given the conditions – um, that first touchdown he had, Witten with a great seal block. The tight ends blocked well. I thought overall they just did a nice job. All you needed to know is three years ago on fourth down and one from his own 48-yard line, Jason Garrett would have never gone for it on first on fourth down. Yeah, that, that's all that's you need to know. so different now. There's so much faith in his ability to carry the football, not only in short yard situations, but they hand it to him on first down, they hand it to him on second down. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in completions and attempts. And, and the Cowboys are one of the best in the league when it comes to both. And, and you know, you continue to keep Dak Prescott's numbers where they're, where they're at. He's going to make plays for you. But the way this football team is going to win is handing the football to number 21. Absolutely. And even when people know, even when people know that they're going to run the football, they still have success. And I, I felt like, though, inside, you know, with Frederick, Cooper, Martin, oh, they were outstanding. Yeah. I thought you know, they, they gave – he was very patient with the way he ran. You know, the, he let things develop a little bit up front, found some alleys, you know, had to hang on the football. There's a couple of times where he could have busted some, I thought, some bigger runs. But you see him two hands on ball late in the second half, and he's falling forward. He's yeah. just yeah. trying to keep forward, keep forward, don't fumble the football. And and that, it takes a lot of – I think the, the the first fumble he had was a, was a big play on – the Redskins part. But th from that point on, the 32 other carries like Mickey talked about were all quality carries. There were a couple for no gain, but there are a couple of them that, that could have been losses and stuff like that. And he was able to fight his way back to the line of scrimmage. But when, like I say, when Jason Garrett is deciding to go for it on fourth down on his side of the 50-yard line, that's all you need to know about the confidence they got in Ezekiel. I, went, I need to go back and look at it because we've talked about that. Without hesitation, they've done that at points – this year right short have they done that inside their own territory I don't believe they've done it inside their own territory that was a surprise I expected them to punt that despite the fact their trust in him that's yeah. I mean that's probably the book probably tells you to punt regardless of who you're running back in your offensive there were a couple times I think it was in maybe the second the second half when they were kind of in these weird situations somewhere around the 50 yard line Washington 40 when you probably weren't going to try a field goal right and it's third and Five. Mm -hmm. I was sitting there going, just run it twice. Yeah. Just run it twice. Don't throw the ball. Run right. it. Right. Because he's going to pick up five yards and two carries if you're willing to go for it on fourth down. And um, yeah, their fourth down conversion rate's amazing. Yeah, third and one too. Yeah, no. Third and one. Third. They're going to pick it up. Yeah. The, 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 with the with the with the the ability with the read option and just to straight hand him the football. And even when they put Smith in there, too, yeah. with some of that stuff. I mean, Smith was digging guys out yesterday. That's a good sign right there. But it doesn't matter. One back, full back, whatever you want to do, Mickey's right. If all of a sudden this turns into, it, this turns into we're going to lose this guy, that's going to be – I don't even want to think about it. Because you look at the offense, the way the offense 
go. I I don't. I would not want to put everything on Dak Prescott, and I mean that. It's no disrespect to Dak, but we've kind of seen when things don't work great running the football. Well, last year. That's why I yeah. thought Zeke, as great as Dak was, it's the hardest position to play in sports, in my opinion, quarterback. Zeke was the MVP because everything they did fed off of him and the running game. Right. The down and distance and the, the waggles, of the, the game, boots, all that stuff. E- everything, yeah. the threat of Zeke in different ways, passing game as well, made, made, it makes Dak's job so much easier. Mm-hmm. And the receivers. So Ezekiel is in New York. He did not fly back with the team last night. He went straight to New York to handle everything that's happening today. The hearing will begin at 5 p.m. Eastern time, 4 p.m. Dallas time. Now, from what I'm hearing, and you guys, I'll, I'll let you take it from here. There will not be a decision today, and there might not even be a decision until maybe as late as Thursday. Is that correct? Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, who knows what, how fast she'll make her decision i mean sure it's not going to be today no it's not it's late as the the hearing is going to be i mean she's got to catch a train and go home i was curious though just because they ruled from the bench on the tro a week ago or whatever yeah i guess this is more of a a drawn out this is a more extensive yeah yeah process so yeah uh i'm sure the cowboys want to hear something as soon as possible it's just frustrating if i was zeke's team i'd say you guys you know what mickey just said the irreparable damage but it's exhausting for a player to have to go from Dallas to Washington for a road game in the rain, then back to New York. Now he's there for, you know, hopefully until just tomorrow. Right. You know, and it's like, how how is that not irreparable damage? I mean. He's 22 years old. I know, but what yeah. I'm saying is that it's distracting. But, well, you know, keep in mind. It wears on you. Yeah, I mean, and he admitted that. And keep in mind, no matter how young you are, just in your mind, like he was suspended for a day or two a couple weeks ago. So it's that whole thing. What, what, what's going? What, am I playing tomorrow? Am I available? Like that's got to wear on your mind. But it hasn't bothered him. One forty-seven, one fifty. Yeah, I'm talking more like you know just handling it all. So props to him for showing that you know he can yeah. go in there and do this, and that's a lot. You know, I've learned about him. It might take him a little time to get going. You know, first couple of weeks in a, in a, in a season. In a season, yeah. Maybe Same thing ta- last year, right? Yeah. Maybe it takes him. Maybe it's not bad offensive line play or missing cuts or whatever. Maybe it just takes him a little time to get going, because he looks. He he clearly looks better. He looks. He looks and just I, like he did last maybe, year. Maybe maybe it's some of the, the opponent too. I think that. But I, you know what? He looks. He looks like a better back these last three weeks. Who used the word patience? Did you? Yeah. He was and, and beginning of the season both times. Yeah. He was just rushing to mm-hmm. get in there and plow. Yeah. And now he's like. All right, let let's me let set this it up. develop, let's and set I'll, it up. I'll pick it and kind of wait. Yeah. Yeah. I thought he did that a lot yesterday, even in the bad track. Although the field held up pretty good, Sand I must admit. Field. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It, was, it, it, it didn't get flooded or anything. There's a pretty good crown on it, too, by yeah. the way. Um, but, golly, it never just stopped raining. Did you see Sean Lee blow a shoe yesterday? No, I, did. I didn't see Is that, that. why he, yeah, everybody, he was off? And every, I saw yeah. everybody's like, oh, no, they're doing something yeah. with his ankle. And his, his, like, Sean Lee wears the same shoes. He won't let Bucky in the Like change. the soles blew out? Yeah, the, the the toe of it popped out. He was running to the sidelines, and, and his front of his toes came out of the front of his shoe. Some guys keep those shoes. He did. Bucky right. Bucky told me, because I asked him, I, I asked Bucky after the game, I said, did Sean, because there was a, I thought that maybe Sean Lee got hurt again. And then he came back, and I'm like, oh, no, not one of these. And I said, wait a minute, he blew his shoe out. How did one of his shoe? It just he he, st- he planted and the and the, sh- the 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 toe popped. Has he got a hole in the toe? 
for support. I don't know if it's that, but it just, like you said, old shoes, and it just blew out. They dry rot. Yeah. My hiking shoes. Won't change. Won't my change. hiking shoes did that up on the mountain this Won't summer. Won't change. Some guys don't change. David Irving's got the same pair of the yeah. last Won't few, couple years. He's got the soles replaced for comfort. But yeah. uh, Dan yeah. Bailey had had the same for so many years. Same one. Yeah. So that transitions us nicely into the old Mike Nugent talk. I think he lent him to Nugent. Did he? Yeah, that's why he was able to kick so well. Oh, that was oh. nice of him. Are you guys nervous after that first one, though? Oh, Absolutely. yeah. Sure. Oh, I was I, nervous I, on I the sideline with Mickey. I called it. I watched him warm up. Said this is going to. He's hook. got a pronounced hook. Yeah. He, he does almost every time off the left hash. And then when he was on the left hash, yeah. And I said, and it's this far. Yeah. That hook's going to get him. It's going to get him. And it did. What was his long in warmups? Fifty-three. You guys did a great job, by the way, of tweeting out the the warmup stuff. That helped us on our pregame show a lot. And he didn't really try from fifty-five, but he would have made. He had the distance from fifty-five. No rain at that time, though, right? Yeah, there was there. It was minimal. It was yeah, because if I was out there, it wasn't raining. Yeah. When we were getting on the plane last night, you know, this was after the game, and he he accounted for fifteen of the thirty-three points for the Cowboys. Of course, four Surprising. or five field goals and the three extra points. And he's walking past Keith O'Quinn, who who works with special teams, and he goes, Keith's like, hey, great job tonight, Mike. And he goes, still so much to work on. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> poor guy. Like, <laughs> last Sunday you were just taking your daughter to the zoo in Columbus, and yeah. today, you know, you're kicking field goals and extra points for the Dallas Cowboys, and you got Dan Bailey looking over your shoulder like, yeah. do better, big guy. I'll tell you what, though. I After that first miss – I even tweeted this out, and I, and I believed it. I'm glad that he. I'm glad Coach Garrett did what he did, though. I thought that that was going to change the way they thought about kicking field well, goals the remainder of the game. I'm telling. I you. mean, if you get to a certain distance, we talked about going forward. We talked about, hey, do you have to get closer? Do you have to do things to try and manage that uh, situation a little bit better? But hey, you know, what's surprising the most to me about that though is the Cowboys usually take those turnovers and score touchdowns. Yeah. Easy. But they, yeah. they had they had penalties. I know. No, I'm just saying. No, that, that's why he had to kick the 49 yard. I, I'm, right. I, yeah, I'm with you all the way. Yes. Was that the yeah. Was yes. that the Witten hold? There yeah. were two holds on that drive. Yeah. See, that's what I'm saying though. But I, the Dallas usually is so good at just taking those yeah. those kinds of plays and just and punishing you. Yeah, that was the weird thing because they got the takeaways and yeah. all they got out of them, if I remember correctly, were field goals. They but, had three drives that started inside uh, Redskins territory, not counting the pick six by Byron, and they got. 13 points out of it. Yeah. So you got one touchdown. Out of one your touchdown. Washington 45, the Washington 26 were, uh, and then there was a Washington two. Yeah, that the, was, that, that was a touchdown. Block. Yeah. But your field goals were Washington 45, Washington 26 and Dallas 43. Which by the way, Kayvon Frazier got ripped. He, he had that fumble recovery and they gave yeah. it to Ben Rickery. Oh. He came up with the ball. He had it in his hand. So I saw Holding him in the, it. I saw in the him picture. in the locker room and I'm going, you had that ball, didn't you? He goes, yeah, what happened? Well, how about that, though? Two special teams plays back-to-back weeks. You talk about turnover. Right. You get one on a last week in San Francisco that kind of gets you going the right direction. Then this week you have another turnover. Big hit by Keith Smith. So that's good. You're creating turnovers on special teams. And, that, that, and, they're, and they're, they're cashing in on those things. That, that right there, that's, that's, that's living right if you can do that. Is it back-to-back weeks with three takeaways? It yes. is. And that's not counting the, the block field goal, which – Technically right. doesn't count, but that should be considered a takeaway. Yeah, Mr. Field goal should be 86 it yards. It's the first time the defense had boasted such a streak since last season, New York Giants, Tampa Bay. Really good because, I mean, the things that we talked about offensively, and we, Zeke was great and Dak was really good, but you're only 5 of 14 on third down. You're only 2 of 5 in the red zone. 
it's those takeaways they got that that got them. I mean, they scored 19 unanswered points with the block field goal after that. So that was the difference in the game. Yeah. Now, talking about special teams, Ryan Switzer, there was a lot of discussion about how he was fielding the punts and kind of handling that. Do you guys think he did a good job, or how would you evaluate his performance on that? Can I focus on the kickoff return that he knelt? Please. I think he did the right thing there. He did. Because if you look at usually your hands team is is littered with guys that aren't used to blocking. Uh, Des Bryant's a good blocker on the outside, but you're talking about dropping back and forming up. They probably had four guys on that return team. Jason Witten was one of them. That I don't know the last time Jason Witten had to block on a, on a uh, kickoff return. But I think he did the right thing. After what you saw Chris Thompson fumble and where that ball ended up, they had Washington had all through their timeouts. It was 426, I want to say, left in the game. You do not want to give them the football right there and let them with a chance to, to tie that football game. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to do that. So I, I, don't, I have absolutely no problem with the decision that he made. Everybody's like, kind of, why did he do that? Why, is, why, would, why did that become an issue anyway? They just thought it was a very strange play. Well, and there were a couple of those punts but if you know, that you were like, uh, wh- why did he let it that, that part of it, That part of it, I, I would agree. That part, yeah. The wind, okay. the rain, yeah. So, so then yeah. it kind of compounds on itself, and then it's like, whoa, why did he do that too? Yeah. Well, because they know. basically told him. Did yeah. you hear Garrett today, this yeah. morning? I mean, he talked about what they were doing, just right. what Ryan said. Yeah. And he said, I, I wish he would have been just a little more aggressive, meaning he could have gone further right. before he took well, the knee. If you watch, and but he go, didn't have any blocking No, no, if you, go, if you go back, Mickey, and watch, which I know you will, there were three guys on top of him when he, was, when he knelt down. And so the last thing I would have wanted to see is all of a sudden he's running trying to make a play. One of those guys punches the ball loose. Now the Redskins have the ball inside your, you know, your 25-yard line. Should he have been more aggressive? Yeah, maybe. I, I think he. I think it was a football intelligent play. I really, really. It was now no the, time to make a mistake. Yeah, now the punt return stuff is a circus. Yeah. That's that's a circus, and we and you need. I don't know if he's losing it, if he's tracking it well, but he that 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 itself is. He's costing him field position that way. And I understand too. It's rain. It's wind. It's all this stuff. But, you know, they put you back there to be good at that and make sure you're good at that. And, and he, he's made some questionable decisions ever since the Arizona game. We've seen kind of a little bit of a struggle there where Arizona was a positive game. Been some struggles his last few weeks. He, he's he, he's got to go up and just catch the ball and fair catch it. Right. The one that it, there was one or two that bounced in front of him. Now, yeah. the one that went over his head, the wind got it. Wind gusted yeah. him, yeah. And, and again, you know, the other thing, let's remember, you're, you're looking up into driving rain and you ain't got a shield on. True. Yeah. So, you know, I'm okay with just being conservative, not turning the ball over in that situation. But if it's not raining, you got to go up and make a fair catch. Right. You can't let the ball bounce and then it rolls 15 yards uh, behind you. The one that went over his head, it didn't look like it was windy because the, the, the ribbons on the goal uprights weren't moving. Right. But Dak said it was really windy up there. Yeah. So, uh, and then the ball's slippery. And, and, you know, those kicking balls, yeah. by the way, they don't change those out. No. So you got a set number of balls that are approved, and, you know, they're absorbing water, too. The poor kickers. It's yeah. like that. All of a sudden, you're kicking a brick. Yeah. Yeah. 
So there was a better lot decision of, a lot making. of issue. But yeah, yeah just better, gotta, better decision. Fair making. catch. You got to go up and make the first. Good yeah. football, intelligent play, better decisions in the, in the execution. You can get better at that. Yeah, yeah. That's you hope. room for improvement. You, you hope. hope. Yeah. Well, let's take our final break here and we will get back with the Rob Twitter poll of the day. So join us after this final break here in the SWBC Mortgage Studio. To work this big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at myjohndeerdealer.com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. We, the entertainment-loving people, want a smartphone built for us. With AT&T and DirecTV, you can get the Samsung Galaxy S8. With an infinity edge-to-edge screen, it's perfect for entertainment. We want exactly what you just said. Buy a Samsung Galaxy S8 and get one free after bill credits when you buy both on AT&T Next and have DirecTV. Visit your local AT&T store today. Buy each for $750 on installment agreement with eligible service. New line is free up to $750 in credits over 30 months. Credits start in two to three bills if service canceled by balance due. Taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. Limited time offers. See store for details. Ice cold Dr. Pepper and the Dallas Cowboys go way back. They belong together, like Texas and football, silver and blue, shotgun formations and Hail Marys. Having a Cowboys football party without Dr. Pepper is like having thanksgiving without the cowboys basically we wouldn't recommend it so next time you have a tailgate home gate or whatever else kind of gate grab some ice cold dr pepper for you and your friends to enjoy it's a dallas cowboys tradition dr pepper the one you crave it can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters you search how to build savings you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the Internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit BetterMoneyHabits.com. This is Talkin' Cowboys. Hey, guess what? What? Pan pizzas from Papa John's still... Ten dollars for any pizza with a maximum of five ingredients. Woo! And if you think of the ingredients, they're Better. so good, fresh, pepperoni, top notch. And if you get a pan pizza for ten bucks, boy, don't miss it. Yeah, it's like you're calling, pa- calling Papa John's right now. Exactly. I got. Papa I think John's they're calling me. Oh, they're calling. Oh, that's you. Okay. Mix that. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, I'll tell you what, though. Last night, you could have got Papa John's. You had a long baseball game. Maybe you order a couple of those. Bregman, man. Where's LSU. You LSU. Yeah. Oh, well, you know where he's really from. Is he from Mexico? He's from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Okay, congrats. Yeah, went to my rival high school, Albuquerque Academy. Nice. Mm-hmm. Clutch ended up, player. Ended up in LSU. Yeah, absolutely. Him. I'm glad he did. So did you watch all five hours? You know what? I got home. I could have sat down and watched. I was, I was exhausted, though. I don't know how you guys sat there and watched it in the rain, but I, I was exhausted. We got home. I got home after riding about eleven thirty last night, so I, I just kind of packed it in. Yeah, I was monitoring it after we landed because Blackwall was giving us updates oh, yeah, Bla- on the some, How does Blackwall do that? He's got the- a device somehow. It works up okay in the in the air. How do you do? Do you still have your device where you can hold it? No, nah, I haven't. I, I still have it, but I haven't tried it lately. <laughs> Mickey, I remember pick up the radio I call. Mickey, that. we'd be thirty-eight thousand feet in the air, and Mickey would be getting Georgia football on 
on the radio. He told it by the window with his <laughs> antenna hanging down. He's like, and he'd move it a little bit. And he'd get a little clearer. And There's the moon again. Yeah. You know, before I'm glad I'm on Before they <laughs> they uh, changed the TV broadcast to it used to be analog, yeah, right? the digital stuff. Digital yeah, stuff. Yeah. I had one of those handheld TVs that have like three inch screens. Yeah. And I could, I could in the air, I could pick up stuff. Wow! Right. So one time I was fly, I wasn't on the charter. I was flying commercially in first class, and I kind of had it on, and I strung it through, and had earphones on. And the flight attendant comes by and goes, "Are you listening to something? Watching something?" I go, uh, "Yeah, yeah. sort of." Well, you can't do that. You'll mess up our navigation. Yeah. And I said. So if we're fighting a war, all we have to do is go buy a bunch of these little TVs and throw them at enemy planes, and they'll get lost. And she looked at me. She goes, huh? I go, never mind. I'll turn it off. Turn it off. Nikki. And doesn't like being told what to do. <laughs> just, uh, it was just tell me the right stuff. Well, want me to pay attention. That's all. Tell us about your Twitter poll. All right. I had a little fun with this one. Good. D-Law is back in the sack lead in the NFL. Calais Campbell off. Off. Yeah. Bye. So D-Law, sacking seven straight games, ten and a half for the season. David Irving has played three games for the Cowboys this season. He has five sacks Jeez. in three games, including two yesterday. So the question is, can Irving catch Tank in sacks? Mm. Ten and a half How to did, five this, right now. Just yes or no? When does this poll yes, go up? Yes or no. Yes. This morning. This morning. Yeah. Oh, hey, right. hey, hey, hey. We just told you. No, no, no. no, no. Y'all, y'all remind me on these road trips because I sometimes yeah, I forget. No, no. I, I didn't get to vote. <laughs> I usually so vote. so good at it. So he has five sacks in three games? Yes. Can he catch him? That's the question. Yes or no? Can he catch him? Not that D-Law is going to, you know, Who, be on a swoon here, but. Who's the O-line? Like, who's their matchup this week? The Chiefs. I'm trying oh. to think, like, who's better yeah, would... left or right tackle? Well, he's on pace for 25 sacks, too. Yeah. Irving? Yeah. 26. 26. Yeah. I'm going to say this. They're both, they're both chasing Strahan, man. Both, they're both getting after him. They did. I'm going to say, I'm going to say he's got a shot. Think so? Yeah. All right. I think because he, he's, Here's, he gets to a game. You know what? And he's, <laughs> and, and he's getting him inside. He beats those guards in the so center. So it's, hard, yeah. it's yeah. hard to double team him. Yeah. Especially if Crawford continues to be. Uh, active on the outside, right? And he's on the outside shoulder of the guard, and that tackle's got to take care of that guy. And with Collins playing on the inside shoulder of the guard and the outside shoulder of the center, those guys—that's a natural double team. He can't go the other way. They're going to leave a big opening there. I, I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say he's got a shot. Watch Mick, out, Mick. Is that a yes, or are you doing the right end? Maybe I'm giving you a yes. Yes, Tay. As long as he's wearing Chester. <laughs> You ask who Chester is. Chester is the fox scarf worn around his neck. Oh, PETA, maybe? Yeah. How I much got, do you think he paid for that? I don't know, but I got some really cruel tweets when I posted PETA it. No, just random people who were like, I expected more from you than to promote someone wearing a dead animal. And I was like, I know that you guys are the same people who are getting mad at Brian about the numbers. And I just have a quick Taylor's <laughs> time out for that. Because yes. if you guys are going to be getting mad at Taylor! Brian for tweeting about the numbers. What that's numbers? A, he, you know how I ask when for, he, they ask for the inactives. I give them the numbers. Oh. I list seven numbers. So for me, it's like you guys want Brian's scout take of everything else. You want him to tell you about what he saw on the tape and all that stuff. Well, scouts, they refer to players by numbers because there are so many in a season, you have to keep up with numbers. So if you're going to want him to do that, 
you're going to have to also put up with him saying the numbers and not calling him. He had a roster. They called you lazy? Called me lazy. Oh, I got no. called lazy by a guy. Oh, no. He says, you're, you're lazy. You go, Don't That's expect just, the fans to know. Yeah. I said, you know, there's, I, I, have, I have a lot of fans, male and female fans, that, and I, I have friends of mine yeah. that are female fans that I could say a number to them, and they could tell me the player and where he's from and when he was drafted. I think that's pretty impressive. I like it when you do that with us because it kind of – it's almost like a refresher course. It keeps me on my toes. Okay, hey, new linebacker, March Lillard, he is 53. Right. You know? Yeah. And how early were you here today watching tape? I got here at 8 a.m. Well, actually 7.40. You're not a lazy man. Lay off the scarf. Lay off the scarf because everyone was – show up. Can we just do what we want? Yeah. Could he just show up in a romper? <laughs> Or yeah, why not? A some slippers like Cam, Cam Newton. Dez has got a backpack with a some animal head on the back of it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a real animal head, but it's a lion. You're right. And it's not real fur or anything. It's like a John Daly stuff. kind of thing? David Irving just needs to get one more suit, because I think he only has that blue suit. That's all I've ever seen him wear. <laughs> it's pretty sweet, though. It is a nice suit. Oh, it's it's super really swaggy. Nice. But yeah. the yeah. great thing is... And then when you know, put the scarf on it to accent it. Oh, it's beautiful. Very good accessory. But, you know, on su- Saturday, these guys show up to the plane charter site, and Lyle's got this huge hat on. Des, you're right, has the Des looks like backpack. he's going to Russia. Yeah, and then David Irving, and it wasn't that cold. It was just rainy. I like the tag on the post. Texans. When you're, when yeah, Texans and yeah, so it's, true. Charlotte was all. Uh, Charlotte, Charlotte was swagging was, out in that blue velvet, crushed velvet <laughs> duster jacket. I love it with the blue velvet shoes. I'll tell you what it is, Texans. We want it to be fall so bad, and it just won't, won't just won't get there. It's DC felt like fall. You know, it looked like Thanksgiving outside. It just it did. It, it's gonna be eighty today. You know, we just can't. And fifty nine tomorrow. <sighs> okay, well that works. Weather reports. Yeah, always good. By the way, we're indoors this weekend. We are. Roof closed, probably. Hopefully. Usually well, is. You never know. You never know. Uh, poll results, yes. and there's still a lot of time to vote because I was late getting this up. No, 55% say Irving can't catch D Law. So they, 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 coming for you. They think that he did. That, obviously, they think that Lawrence is going to continue maybe getting one every a other sack game. again. I think he yeah. is, too. I think he is. He's on a mission this year. Got I like what Mickey was saying, though, about beating guards and centers and stuff and double team blocks. I like that. Yeah. I, I don't disagree with him on that. And if nothing else, that's going to cause the, the running back to stay in and chip yeah. him. Yep. To Absolutely. help out. Absolutely. That'll take the Chris Thompsons of the world out of the game. Yeah. Chris Thompson's hopefully a cream hunt this next weekend. Mm. Yeah, we'll get to watch that Monday night game. It's amazing. You know, it's just all about the way that your schedule lays out sometimes because now the Broncos don't look like such a big threat like we saw them in week two. And, of course, they'll be going to play the Eagles at home next weekend. And it's just all about now Aaron Rodgers. And it's just where your season lays out. Yeah, it is. I think Parcells was right a few years ago when he said, check back with me after Thanksgiving. Because anything before that, I, I think you're still, especially the way this league has moved towards more parity, you just, it's hard to sort out who's really good and who isn't until damn near playoff time. And even then, then you find a team who might get hot. Like Brian says, you start fighting for your lives in the wild card race. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were looking at some of the stuff today for the other guys that are peaking up in the NFC. So you got the Vikings who are kind of, Hey, we're still here. The Seahawks. Yeah. You know, that was a good win for them. Yeah. Casually sitting there at five and two. Five straight. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. There's a lot of teams in this, you know, you just got to find a way to, 
they, you know, they gave away, I talked about this earlier, they gave away a game against the Rams and the Packers. I mean, you can say which one. I mean, it's Aaron Rodgers. I get it. But now they gotta go. They gotta go steal one. And Kansas City be a good game to go steal. You know, you get you steal this one, and then you know Atlanta is kind of having their little bit of struggles. Hey, I take my chances going to play in Atlanta now. They've lost some games there, but you're gonna have to win a game that maybe when you looked at the schedule when it came out in April. Yeah. You're gonna have to. You said, well, you know, we got we gotta take this one now. If you kind of kind of gave away a couple there down the road. Better win tonight. What Kansas City? No, in New or York. the Dodgers. No, in oh. New York. He means Ezekiel oh. Elliott. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If let me ask you this: if if it if it goes that way, if it goes opposite where he gets he has to serve the six, I don't know if that there's another court to go to. I think you I think you can go to the cir- seventh second yeah. circuit court. I think so. But I, look, it's it's kind of reached a point for us where it's like Shh, it's over my head. And I still haven't resolved the the uh, rehearing in New Orleans either, have they? They just said they wouldn't give him an injunction, but they right. didn't rehear it like they wanted the on, on bonk. Yeah, on but bonk all the reports were how rare is that to actually. Right, yeah, I know, but we haven't heard from that yet yeah. either. Yeah, it's it's very confusing. Yeah, very confusing. Where's on Zeke? Where's on? Let's us. go, Judge Catherine. Yeah, enough talent on this team though to win without Zeke, or would you be a five hundred team? I don't know. With, Mickey can just you told you ride? that he's 150. Half of the can you no, it's 33. Your offense is him. Can you ride those other guys like you ride him? I don't think so. I just don't. With the same results, yeah. you could try. I don't think you'd. Be I don't as, think so. I don't think you'd be in as many good uh, down and distance situations. Thanks, <laughs> <laughs> Miles. I don't think so. I think you've gotten back to the formula that was working for you last year when you won 13 games. You know, your your control time of possession, 33 minutes. Here's that clock up. Here's some for you. You had to play without if you if you you don't want to play without either one of them. But who could you survive playing without, Dak or Zeke? Oh, poll question for tomorrow. <laughs> Ooh. Write it down. We'll answer it tomorrow. You got yeah. it. Who could you, you have survive? to answer it, Mick? Yeah. Who could you survive? I mean, we'll okay. We'll wait. Zeke. For... I'll say Zeke. You could survive without him. I think you can win games. I don't. I'm not sure where the Cowboys would be with Cooper Rush starting. Yeah. Most indispensable of the two. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to, you don't want to Gosh, live live either one. But if you, if, you ha- if you had to sit there and say, who really means the most to your football team right now? I mean, the quarterback is always it's, huge in this league. But when you talk about what what Ezekiel Elliott's able to do, the trade ca- deadline coming up. Let's get some trade rumors going around for the Cowboys. No, I just I know what you're saying. But I, I just I, I always kind of wonder that. Because of what you know, what Elliot has, you know, and, and Dak has been playing incredibly. Yeah, Dak is kind of quietly too. Like we, we same talk, numbers basically. Been, if, if you look yeah. at last year, we've talked about Zeke a lot these last few weeks because he's had 100 yard games and he's he's starting to pile them up. But I don't know, Dak. Dak not turning the ball over either. You know. Yeah, no, he didn't. Those conditions. How come he didn't have three touchdown passes again? Being facetious. Yeah, I know you were. I had three in a row with three. Yeah. That's incredible, though. Yeah, but you. And, 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 but the fact that I even made you think about who you could play without. No, I quarterback all the way. You you yeah. stay with the quarterback all the way. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Well, let's go to the phone lines. We have Johnny question. from Salt Lake City on the line. What is your question? Hey guys, just two questions. Uh, Dak Prescott. Does it concern you at all that in two games that he's played in adverse weather, it seems like he struggles just a little bit? I'm not saying he's going to go out there and throw three touchdowns or two touchdowns at Struggle least. Struggle what way, Johnny? 
Struggle in what way? Struggle in what uh, way, sir? Just uh, being accurate, uh, getting the balls where they need to. I saw that uh, there was one play in particular where Bryce Butler was open all the way in the back. Not I don't really. Know if Dak Prescott just didn't want that to was Bryce Butler's fault. Yeah, I think that I'm not going to. I'll tell you what. I, I will agree with you on something though. I've seen Dak roll to his right. That pass he missed to Beasley. That's a pass he makes 90 percent of the time. That part of it, I I will agree with you. And then the pass to Witten in the flat that they had where he uh, broke left was a pass I thought he usually makes going to his left. Those were the two bad ones I saw. But the one, like I say, the one that he tried to hit Butler down the middle of the field on, he had a he had a he had a, a Tyron Smith, I believe, in his lap on that play. So that that was going to be a tough a tough throw for him to have to make. But I okay. I, I mean I'm just trying to say I, I didn't think that I didn't think that it was it was I think there were some really some difficult throws. He was under some pressure, you know, from Lyle Collins from what they were having to deal there. Even even you know, Smith was giving him some problems too. What was the other bad weather game? Was yeah, I was trying to remember another bad Giants game, game uh, last the New York year. Giants. Yeah, that was cold. It was cold. Yeah, it was give credit cold to the Giants' slick. defensive How, line. The Steelers Thanks, game, he was really good, right? Steelers game, wasn't that a rain, muddy game yes. in, yeah. in Pittsburgh? Yeah, that was bad conditions. I think he was incredible that. Well, day. if that's I, the only time he's mediocre, Green Bay, they're okay I mean, since they play eight games at home indoors. That, that Giants December game in the Meadowlands still bothers me. People still are so hard on him for that game. <laughs> Nobody credits the Giants for being. Unbelievable well, were, I thought they were on really their defensive good. line and their secondary. The second, I know that's there, going back a year. There was nobody open in that game. No one scored any points in the game. Yeah. It was 10 7. It was a terrible game. It was. And, you know, I'm looking at the Eagles and we're looking around the NFC East and everything like that. The Eagles will probably have one of those games pop up. You know, you're looking at these teams. I mean, that was a random this game is, after this, 11 straight wins. You know, them. I think this is long from over, though. I mean, you're, you're, half, you're, you're halfway through, you know, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. I mean, you know, the, Carson Wentz's numbers were not great yesterday. It was a three nothing game for yeah. a while, and right? They, and yeah, there was some, there was some, there was some, <clears throat> some, some bad situation. But his numbers were not great. Now, I think this uh, the, the linebacker being out and Peters being out will catch up. Keep keep an eye on that situation. There. Just got to stay close. Yeah, you got two games, and if you can't do something with the two games you play them, then you don't deserve. Then you to don't deserve. be up there. That's right. That's Skandrick was quoted, I think, in a Todd story, Archer. Uh, said it best. He said that we're two games back, and we play them twice. So you you basically control your own destiny. If yeah. You, if you keep winning games, it's well, not, this saying. is not way out of reach. Their one loss was against Kansas City. Maybe you turn around and you beat Kansas City. You know, and then they've got to play Denver, which they'll could very well beat Denver. Way if you play Denver now, the way they are. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's like you said, Tay. It's where where you play these teams during the season. Some days you catch a really hot team early, and then by the end of the thing, you're going, "What happened to that team?" Well, I know we were talking about, you know, the Thanksgiving game this year is the Chargers. And right. now all of a sudden they're looking like, oh, they've got it figured out over there. Yeah, it was a, that was a tough loss for them in New England yesterday. They got, you talk about a bad call, Mickey. There's some there's some bad calls going on in that New England Chargers game. I don't think I monitored that. I was that was watching. a pick play. They I don't know called. why I yeah. spent so much time with San Francisco and the Eagles. But Are you trying to will San Francisco? I was win? just watching to see, you know, just kind of see what they were going to do. And C.J. Beathard. And they became stupid Shanahan. San Francisco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're talking about Shanahan's and where he left. Now the Falcons, their offense. Yeah. Did they they came back. They rallied. 25-20. Right? Yeah. yeah. They, 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 but they they've struggled behind. with Sarkissian. They have. That's what I'm saying. You, you just got to find a way to get on a little roll here. Get a win. If you can beat Kansas City and you go to Atlanta, now things are looking a little better. 
Yeah, well, I think we can all be happy on a victory Monday here Should at be. the Star in Frisco. We have so much more to go through. Maybe tomorrow we'll have some more Zeke news. But until then, stay tuned to everything on DallasCowboys.com and join us tomorrow at 1130 a.m. Central Time right here. This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How about this, Cowboys? Yeah!